brand new episode of the Free as Fuck podcast. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the podcast. And if you are new, welcome to the show. So I'm so excited to dive into today's episode because this has been a very common conversation that I've been having with my private clients, my students, and even my members in magnetism. And I imagine if you read the title of the episode to a degree, or maybe to a high degree, you resonate with being a highly ambitious person who you're rebuilding your self-belief, your self-confidence, and your self-trust after trauma, after failure, after heartbreak. And so welcome. I feel you. I so deeply relate to you. And I'm very excited for this conversation because I think that this is a really important conversation that we have, especially, especially when it comes to meeting ourselves where we are versus having this high expectation on ourselves for where we're supposed to be. And so this was a conversation that came up in my call with my conscious coach students. And many of the women who are in the space are working on building a high level of confidence in themselves again, because at some point in their lives, they went through something really challenging and it impacted them. It impacted them in their nervous system, in their self-trust, in their ability to know what they can do and what they can't do but there's this deeply ambitious part of them that's like I know that I'm here for more I know that I'm here for more I know that I'm here for more and I know that I'm capable of more and this was something that I really had to rebuild within myself and that I'm still rebuilding within myself is trusting my body trusting my capacity trusting my intuition and trusting my own limits and still pushing the edge of my comfort zone versus blowing the fuck through my comfort zone. And in the coaching industry, there's this ideology around quantum leaps and a quantum leap being like shifting your reality overnight through one decision, whether it's through a really massive investment, whether it's through a breakup, whether it's through committing to something on a new level, whether it's through just making an aligned decision. And I'm all for quantum leaps. I am all for quantum leaps. I am all for making a radical decision that changes your life. And I've had so many of them in my life that have transformed me on a cellular and material and spiritual level that I wouldn't change them for the world. And there were times in my life where I took a quantum leap decision because it's what everybody else was doing. And it's what I felt like I needed to do in order to get to the reality that I wanted. And something that I think is overlooked is the compound effect over the quantum leap effect. So first and foremost, what is the quantum leap? The quantum leap is when you make a radical decision that shifts the trajectory of your life. And what is the compound effect? The compound effect is when the micro movements compound into macro results. So an example of how this would look in both different pathways. So an example of a quantum leap could be something like moving to a new city or ending a relationship or jumping into a new relationship 
or making a big investment into yourself or quitting your job and going all in on your business. It could be something so simple, even just like shifting a belief system within yourself that just changes your paradigm of reality. It's just like totally different perspective of self, of the world, of your reality. And quantum leaps are so powerful and they're not the only way to shift your life. And the compound effect, an example of that would be implementing a daily routine of movement. It's like going to the gym five days a week and seeing the compounded results from that. It's slightly shifting the way that you talk to yourself every single day and seeing the compounded results of that. It's the micro changes in your body language and slowly working to soften and regulate your nervous system. It's the subtleties in how you hold your posture. You know, I think we all want this like instant gratification, which is why so many people go for the quantum leaps. It's like, I'm going to go to the retreat that's going to quantum leap me into a new reality, or I'm going to go to the chiropractor because it's going to completely shift the way that my body holds itself. But we overlook consistency and the power of consistency and the power of compounding our behaviors, compounding our beliefs, compounding these things in order for us to become a totally different person that those little micro movements may not seem like a lot. But when you look back in hindsight, it's like, holy shit, I have radically changed as a person. And this takes patience. This takes patience. This takes compassion. This takes you stepping back in comparison. It takes you really trusting in your own path. And for me, as of recently, I've been focusing more on how much can I compound small results and consistently push the edge of my comfort zone versus just making these drastic changes in my reality. Because that's the reality that I've been used to was the, let me change my whole life overnight. Let me move to a new country let me end this relationship. Let me invest five figures into myself. Let me put all this money on my credit card. Like, let me just do the damn thing. And the beautiful thing is that every single time I made one of those decisions, things always worked out in my favor. Things always worked out better than I could even expected because I truly, truly believe that you go first and the universe meets you there. I truly believe that when you take a leap of faith, you are so fucking supported in it. And when you jump into a new reality, the universe is going to meet you there. God's going to meet you there. And life is going to meet you there. But the important part of a quantum leap, the really, truly important part of a quantum leap is you having trust and you having the compound effect in that new reality. Because if you just make a big decision, but then you go back into old behavior patterns, old belief systems, old ways of relating and interacting, and you don't change who you be on a daily basis, you're going to feel dysregulated. You're going to feel out of alignment. You're going to feel out of integrity. You're going to self-sabotage. You're going to go back in who you were. And so there's this mastery of self that comes along with these quantum leaps, which is why doing the inner work leading up to the big decision is more important than the decision itself. And this is why I've said in my content too, it's like, it's not the 
amount. It's not the bigness of the decision. It's the energetics of the decision and your commitment to that decision. And your commitment is what creates massive change. You committing to this new reality, you committing to this new timeline is the thing that changes who you are on a cellular level. And that doesn't necessarily have to be a massive life-changing decision. This can be a micro consistent decision that you make every single day. And so what I want to speak to now is being that ambitious person, right? Being that ambitious person, being that person who's like, I know I'm here for more. I know I'm here for more. And you're going for more. And maybe life happened along the way. Maybe something unexpected completely rocked you. Maybe your partner broke up with you unexpectedly, or you found out that the love of your life that you thought was you were going to marry was cheating on you. Maybe you had to move in a very short period of time. Maybe you like sold all your stuff and let go of it. Maybe you ended a relationship that you thought was going to be the one. Maybe you went all fucking in on your business and it didn't go the way that you expected it to. Maybe you committed to a massive investment and you didn't get what you were looking for out of it. Maybe you got sick. Maybe all of those fucking things happened. <laughs> like me, all of those things happened. And they all happened within a very short period of time. Found out the man that I thought was going to marry was cheating on me, moved to a new country, got super fucking sick business wasn't working out the way that I thought it was going to, couldn't even pay my bills, made big investments and couldn't even fulfill those. And the amount of shame that I had for all of those things happening was so overwhelming and too much for me to hold and too much for me to carry, especially because I was on the trajectory of my life being everything that I had imagined it to be. I had what I thought was an amazing relationship. I had what felt like a wildly successful business. I had the life of freedom. I had the travel. I had made the big investments. I had the certifications. Like I had it all. And it all got taken away. And at that time, I truly felt like a victim but I was doing everything in my power to shift my mindset, to shift my state, to work on believing that this was all happening for me. But all of these parts of me that were getting triggered, all of these parts of me that felt so dysregulated and so unsafe, I wasn't actually listening to them because I was trying to still be a high achiever. I was still trying to be consistent the way that I was. I was still trying to go to the gym the way that I was. I was still trying to date when I was healing through heartbreak. I was still trying. I was still trying to be the person that I was when I was not the person that I once was. I was a totally fucking different person. And I think that this is an important conversation for us to have because I was the person that was super consistent. I was the person that would get up and do my routines every day and go to the gym and meditate and do breath work and all of it. And I was the person who wasn't afraid to invest into myself and make a big leap of faith and go all in on something. And then life happened. 
life happened and it got hard and I had to heal from that happening. I had to heal my trust in myself. I had to heal my trust in God, in life, in the universe. I had to heal my trust in my intuition again. And all of that healing meant that I had to take my fucking time. It meant that I had to go slower than I wanted to go. It meant that I had to really lean back on how fast I was going. And that was fucking hard because women who I was surrounded by, my friends, my peers, my women who are in my industry were just crushing it. They looked like they were crushing it. They were going fast. They were having big results. Things were happening for them. And I felt stuck on the sidelines and like I wasn't achieving what I knew I was capable of. I wasn't achieving what I knew I knew was possible for me. And in those moments, it feels so hard to trust that you are on the right path. And I know at that time, my mind was making up all these stories about like what I did wrong or what I should have done differently or how I could have done things better or all of it, like all of the stories of self-doubt, all of the stories of self-judgment, all of the stories of shaming myself and shoulding and shouldn'ting on myself. And what I've learned is that when you are a highly ambitious person and you know that you're here for more, oftentimes we can compare ourselves to where we think we should be or should have been. And that frequency is the thing that's actually keeping you stuck. That mode of thinking is the thing that is keeping you stuck more than anything. And I know we live in a time where there's so much information about there about how we can optimize our energy and how we can make things so much better. And the shadow side that I see of that is the expectations that people have on themselves to be consistent and to always do what they have done in the past. Because the truth about being a human is that we need to be more adaptable than anything. We need to learn when life requires a quantum leap of us. We need to learn when life requires the compound effect of us. We need to learn when life requires us to take pause, to slow down, to surrender, to trust, to let go, to let God we need to learn when life requires us to push and to pull back. And in my experience, that's a game of trial and error and learning through experience and having courage every single step of the way. Because usually after something happens that we didn't expect or we didn't plan for, we can make it mean something make it mean that it wasn't meant for us, make it mean that we can't do it again, make it mean that we should have done something different. And that shame oftentimes scares us from taking a new step. It scares us from taking another leap of faith. It scares us from doing the thing again because of how things had gone in the past. And I'm here to tell you that everything that happened, whether it was the failed relationship, whether it was the failed launch, whether it was the fucking heartbreak, whether it was like taking a leap and choosing to trust yourself and things not working out, 
that that also happened for you. That also happened for you. And I look back in hindsight, and even though there are parts that I'm still healing from, I know that all of that happened in order for me to be the woman that I am today, in order for me to become the woman that I am now, in order for me to have the wisdom that I do, in order for me to have the resilience that I do, in order for me to have the purpose that I do and the why that I have. And what I know to be true is that when you are someone who is led by your purpose and led by something of service to greater ser service to something greater than just yourself, everything in your life is preparing you for the people that you are here to serve. Everything that happens, you could say, quote, to you is happening for you, for them. For you to rise into it, for you to lead them through it. And I think about my absolute fucking soulmate clients and some of the stuff that they've brought to me and some of the stuff that they have shared with me and the struggles that they're growing through and the things that they feel stuck on and how I'm like, of course, of course you would be in my life right now. Like, of course you would be on my path. And of course I would be on your path because I had to walk that path. I walked that path and I led myself through that path and I found myself on the other side. And so I believe in you to also walk that path. I believe in you to find that light on the other side of the tunnel, even though life feels so fucking dark right now. And I believe in you to find even more strength on the other side, even if you feel so weak and so broken and so stuck and so lost and so hopeless, whatever it is, whatever area of your life it is, whatever the thing is, you are going to be so fucking okay. You are going to be okay. You are going to be more than okay. You are going to survive. And you are going to heal. And then you are going to thrive. And then you are going to lead. That is why this is happening the way that it is. It's not just happening to you to break you. I might be happening to break you down so that you can build yourself back up for fucking sure. But it's really, truly happening for you to become who you are meant to become. It is happening for you to build you into who you are meant to be. And if you can trust in that while you're in it, fuck, of course, you're going to grow through it. Of course, life's going to support you in it. And... The most important piece is to really lean into those micro moments of self-trust, those micro moments of trusting your intuition, those micro moments of listening and rebuilding that confidence in yourself. And sometimes it's going to be scary because it might be a little bit disruptive to the life that you've created. And you may not want to listen sometimes. Like I know for me, there were times where I did not want to fucking listen. I did not want to listen because I was so damn stubborn and stuck on what I had been committed to. And that was the thing that usually led me off of my path in the first place. You know, there were times when I was getting this gut feeling and I would just mindset my way out of it. Or there were times when my body told me to slow down, to rest and to stop. And I didn't because I knew what I was capable of. 
there were times when I overworked myself because I felt like I had to do it in order to survive, in order to meet my needs. But that fucking burnt me out. And so I want to share this with you to invite you to learn the easier way and not the way that I did. And the way that I learned, you know, I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for every single piece of it. And I wouldn't change anything because I truly believe it was my service to my soul and my service to my soulmate clients. And I want to share with you some of the lessons that I learned on this path so that you can learn with more ease and more grace. And so the first piece of this would be there's never a wrong decision. Like there's truly no such thing as the wrong decision. It's always the right decision right now. And just because you made that decision doesn't mean that you have to stay with that decision because life is going to happen. And when life happens, you get to learn how to adapt to life happening. It doesn't mean that you make excuses and that whenever things get challenging or get hard, that you don't follow through on your word or your commitments, but it means that you're not hard on yourself when things don't go according to plan. And an example of this would be, I had made a commitment to myself to go to the gym every day for five days a week because I had goals. And then I got COVID and I got really fucking sick. And I still tried to work out the way that I was working out. And that did more damage than it did good. That made things harder on me than it really needed to be. I had almost hospitalized myself. I had to get on steroids. I had to get on like hardcore medication that I really didn't want to because I chose not to listen to my body because I had this perception of myself and this belief that if I did slow down, then I would be seen a certain way or I would get lazy or I'd lose all my muscle mass. And it really came from fear. And so whenever it comes to slowing down and taking pause or taking a break, get curious about the underlying intention of where it's coming from. Because if it's coming from fear, it's probably an indicator that you should do it. If there's a fear of doing it, get curious. Get curious what happens when you do and challenge that fear. But if it's coming from a place of justification and eh, it's all good, it doesn't matter, it's going to be fine, I'll get to it tomorrow, that's where you lean in. That's where you do the hard things. And that's truly what this path is about, is doing the hard things. And you probably heard me say this before and quote this before, but if you always do the easy things, your life will feel hard. But if you do the hard things, you will have a life of ease. And of course, I used to be a personal trainer and I fucking love lifting weights and I keep talking about it. But my favorite analogy and reference to this is, you know, if you're always avoiding lifting the heavier weights, well, anything in life that's heavy is going to feel really fucking hard. But if you can lift the heavy weights, damn sure it's going to be fucking hard. It's going to be hard to lift more than you've lifted before. It's going to be hard to stretch your muscles. It's going to be hard to do the heavy things. 
But then when you apply that to life, it's going to feel easy. When I need to move a couch, it's going to feel easy because I've built the strength and resiliency in a container to be able to do that in other areas of my life. And so that's a really, really important thing is like when you consciously choose to do hard things, well, then anything that feels hard or used to feel hard in your life will then feel easy. But if you're only doing the easy things, everything's going to feel fucking hard. And so this is an important piece for you to know is that when it comes to alignment, right? When it comes to alignment and really discerning within yourself, discerning within yourself between do I do it or do I not do it? And trusting your intuition on this. And I made a post about this the other day, but your intuition is always going to lead you to expansion. And on the path of expansion, it might be challenging. It might be triggering. It might be uncomfortable. It might be unknown. You might feel fear. That is okay. That is part of your path. The path led by your ego is always going to lead to the same, to predictability, to what you've already been in. Your ego is going to shame you and judge you and compare you and worry you and confuse you and stress you out. So that's the discernment that you get to find in yourself. Like, yes, your ego will feel afraid. It's going to feel afraid of the growth. It's going to feel afraid of what you get to become. It's going to feel afraid of the changing of self-identity because that's really what our ego is tied into in the first place is our self-concept and our self-identity and who we've known ourselves to be. And when it comes to stepping outside of that, it's going to feel scary. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel unknown. And so even my example about like shifting out of working out consistently, even though it was the thing that I knew was right for me, it was what my intuition told me to do was slow down, take a rest. I didn't want to do that because my identity was so wrapped up in who I had known myself to be. And who I had known myself to be was actually hindering me from who I was meant to become. And so sometimes we need that abrupt just shift, that shift in who we are, that shift in who we've been, that I need to make this drastic decision in my life that's going to show me that I'm committed to changing who I am so that I can become who I'm meant to be. And sometimes we need those small micro moments of rebuilding and like remembering and doing consistently to really shift our subconscious programming, shift our behavior, shift our belief systems and doing those consistent actions, doing those consistent new routines, new rituals, new behaviors, new belief systems rewires that into yourself. And so I want to share this with you guys because I've done both of these paths and it's not one or the other is right or wrong. It's not this one's right and this one's wrong. It's knowing which one is right for you when it's right for you. And that's truly what self-trust comes down to is not looking at your past, not looking at what things were, not looking at how you used to do things because that is the thing that is really getting in the way of how you're meant to do things but really like listening into what is right for you now, because there's no wrong decision. You can't make a mistake. 
And if you make a mistake, you get to learn from it. And like I, like I'm saying, it's like, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. That's a lesson. Even if it hurt, even if it's hard, even if it didn't work out how you wanted it to, it's a blessing because it's helping you become who you're meant to be. And so rebuilding, reinstilling that trust with yourself. I have two practices that I want to share with you. And the first one is first and foremost, getting really fucking clear on what your current capacity is right now. Getting really fucking clear on what your current capacity is right now. Because if you're anything like me and you know you have a great capacity and you've been able to do great things in your life before and you've had high levels of capacity and resiliency and self-trust and then you're like, okay, now I need to slow down and slow myself down and really lean into trusting my body more versus just bypassing it. It will be challenging, but getting clear on what your capacity is. And for me, that meant slowing down. An example of this specifically when it came to like working out was I wanted to just get back into the gym five days a week and be consistent and go back to like lifting 200 pounds and, you know, deadlifting consistently and going really hard. But my body would not fucking let me. I couldn't even walk up a hill without feeling like there was glass in my lungs for a period of time. So this was about rebuilding that trust with myself and expanding my capacity slowly with consistency that required the compound effect of me that required me to go slow to regulate into a new reality to take consistent aligned actions to go for walks to do a little bit more gentle breathing to walk down a path versus running down it the way that I would want to versus hiking up a mountain going slow and rebuilding that and then getting back into the gym and then lifting heavy weights again and then pushing that edge just slightly and by doing that then I'm like okay I can slowly build my way back I don't want to say back you know people are like I want to get back to who I used to be and I'm like I do not want to get back to who I used to be I want to get better than who I used to be I want to be more powerful than I used to be I want to be more confident than I used to be. I want to be more resilient than I used to be. And by trying to get back to who we used to be, we're going to behave like who we used to be. But getting really radically honest with who and what you are right now will allow all of these fragmented, traumatized parts to come back. And then you can see yourself in what is and choose from where you are now, not from where you think you should be. And in my own experience, like I realized that there were all these fragmented parts of me that were still operating in past versions and past realities. And those were the ones that were causing a lot of havoc in my life, havoc in my relationships, havoc in my finances, havoc in my self-belief and my ability to trust. And so part of my work has been like bringing those parts back. And showing them where I am now so that they can come back so that they're not stuck in a different reality, stuck in a different timeline, stuck in a different possibility, but like getting really honest. And so the next practice is getting clear on what you really fucking want from where you are, what you really want from where you are. Like what is one step better from where I am right now? What is one step better from where I am right now? 
instead of expecting myself to go from a two out of 10 to a 10 out of 10, can I allow myself to go from a two out of 10 to a three out of 10? And what would that look like for me? You know, if right now in my relationships, I know what my 10 out of 10 relationship looks like. I know that I feel this way and I look this way and I interact this way and my man is this way and our relationship is this way. But right now, you know, you get honest with yourself and you're like, oh, I feel like I'm at a two. Instead of expecting yourself to get to a 10, can you allow yourself to get to a three? And from there, then you can get to a four, then you can get to a five, then you can get to a six, then you can get to the 10. And then you've embodied the 10 and that's the true quantum leap because you are in a different reality at that point because you are a different version of yourself at that point. And if you do want to take this from the B perspective, how would the 10 out of 10 version of you behave and believe in your life? If you had the super healthy 10 out of 10 relationship if you had the incredibly successful business, how would you believe and how would you behave? And this is an important question to ask yourself when it comes to shifting your mindset and shifting your behaviors. It doesn't mean that you need to show up as that version of yourself right now. It means you start need to start becoming that version of yourself. It means you, it means you need to start becoming that version of yourself and really embodying that into your self-identity, really awakening that version of you that exists inside of you from where you are right now. And this is the work that we do in my one-on-one -on -one mentorship and coaching container, Becoming. Of course, it's about becoming the highest version of you, leading and living and loving from pleasure and power and purpose so you can create prosperity and peace in your life and business and relationships and really doing it from the most aligned and authentic version of you. Not who you think you're supposed to be, but who you truly are meant to be in this lifetime. And you can DM me the word becoming if you want to chat about that container. And the other piece is really allowing yourself to Accept yourself as you are right now. Accept yourself as you are right now. And that's one of the pieces that I've had to work so deeply on is fully loving and accepting myself as I am right now. Because after life happens, instead of shaming and shooting yourself, it's I fully and completely love and accept myself as I am right now. And then from that place, you can make moves, but you can't make really sustainable moves from shame, from should. Only ones that are going to lead to self-sabotage and regression. So I hope this was helpful for you today. And if it was, I would love to hear back from you. You can shoot me a DM on Instagram at Taylor the Life Coach and share your biggest takeaways from this podcast. And if you would like to share this with your friends, your community, your family, would really, really appreciate that if you did. I know that this episode would help me in my time of the in-between, in the repairing with myself. 
And the most important piece is just to get really fucking honest with where you are, accept yourself for where you are, and then start taking action from there. Because if we're not being honest with ourselves, we're just bypassing. We're just looking at what is not. And so sometimes it's scary, but accepting yourself in that and not shaming or shitting yourself, that's the most important piece. So thank you, beautiful, for listening to this episode today. I hope you gained some value and I will see you on the next one.